Are you ready to take this first shot? I'm very ready. Let's try it. Katie. Yeah. Ready? Ready. All right. Here we go. Shot one. Shot one. How you doing? Pretty good. Hit a little harder than I remember. A little more sting. It does burn. It's liquor. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, fuck it. You guys okay. ready for shot two? Shot two. Cheers. Not so bad. So smooth. <laughs> it's the best gin I've ever had. You're not doing your breathy grunting anymore. So I'd say that's a step in the right direction. I think you're adapting. My throat is on fire. <laughs> uh oh. I have never been drunk before. How exciting! <laughs> oh, I love that. Ah, uh, you must trust us so much. <laughs> <laughs> Should you be taking three then all at once? Sure. You sure? Yeah. You're not going to be like super messed up? Uh -uh. Joey said, I heard if you drink screwball whiskey and Dr. Pepper, it tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hard pass. Not me. <laughs> you won't catch me there. Here we go. Shot, Shot three. three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not good. You're uh -oh. such a baby. People are laughing at me What's in the up? chat. <laughs> This is Three Shots In. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Three Shots In. This is episode 22. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. And I'm Katie. Katie is here. She yeah. is a guest in this episode that is going to be about underwater mysteries cryptids cryptids and ghosts and ghosts yes yes many underwater things are happening here and i'm here i'm excited for it how about you guys i'm pretty excited it was fun to research i will admit mm -hmm. it didn't take long to find my topic honestly i thought because when we decided on this you know arrangement of topics I was thinking this was going to be one of those that I sit for like three hours until I finally find something that I'm like, okay, I can talk about this. Yeah. One Google search, one link clicked, and it led me to hundreds of things that I can talk you about. You found a gold mine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was. I didn't find a gold mine, but I did find like a silver mine, you know? Okay. Like it was interesting, but there isn't as much as that. Mm -hmm. What about you? I. Kind of like a silver mine, but it was like I went into one thing that led me to a million other things that I could then talk about on top of it that mm -hmm. were all connected. So it was kind of just like, okay, I can make that work. Nice. There you go. Mm -hmm. Overall, good finds, it sounds like. Yeah, we had shots of rosemary gin. Yes, it we was did. Good. It hit a little harder than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob struggled with it. Katie, you seem to have no problem with them. No. And that is very impressive considering you're not a drinker. I am not at all, no. In fact, you've never been drunk before. I have not, no. A little birdie told me. Mm -hmm. Never been drunk. Never. Don't know what kind of drunk I am. I don't know if I'm a happy, angry, sad. Like, I, I really don't know. I hope we're, you get angry. We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get really angry. <laughs> well, hopefully this is, this is more fun. Hopefully we keep you laughing. Um, based on how you're feeling now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you think? Do you want a, maybe a single shot, a half shot, or do you want to do a double like me and Jake? Because that will definitely like, definitely get, not get a double, double wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Good to go. Well, me and Jessica are going to be drinking some copperheads. Yeah. We found out what they're actually called. Yep. By the way, the name way cooler than the actual <laughs> drink. Yeah. What did we call them? It was. It was because it wasn't a Moscow mule. It was something more ghetto. What did we call it? Like a Detroit mule or something? Was I it? I don't know. It was one of the first episodes, one of the first three that we drank this drink. And it was, I called it a mule, but it's not actually because it's not ginger beer. It's ginger no, ale. It's yeah. just Canada dry. Yeah. Is that first episode? I don't know. 
Anyway, it's mm, ginger ale, vodka, and lime. So actually, we don't have lime. So it's ginger ale and it's vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I have a cool name to call it now. Well, we've talked about shots. We've talked about drinks. We've talked about the topic. There's only one more thing to talk about. Katie, mm-hmm. you have to introduce yourself with 10 words or less. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. I'll count for I you. I forgot about that. It's okay. Hi, my name is Katie. No. And I. No, that's a waste of. No, no, that's, and I, got it, got it. You have 10 words Uh, or less. Your name is Katie and you, rom-com fanatic of Hallmark Channel. Rom-com, is that two words? No, it's one word. One. Rom-com fanatic fanatic of Hallmark Channel. You got got five five more more. words. Uh, And a complete lurker online. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at you. Mm -hmm. You followed the rules exactly. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I don't think about it. (laughs) Mario didn't follow the rules and he said it was because he was Italian. Yeah. I um, don't follow the rules of pizza because I like Hawaiian pizza. You put pineapple on your pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the real ones like pineapple on pizza. Thank you. All the fake ones. We say are they going don't. to have a like tsunami of people against pineapple on pizza. I don't I see why don't not. Care. It's tasty. Like, it's good. So like my go-to pizza order is pineapple, black olives, and Italian beef because the black olive saltiness is so good with the sweetness of the pineapple. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I do. I do like a pineapple and a jalapeno. Get it a little spicy. Um. Yes, I am a fan of pineapple on pizza. It's not my favorite, but I love it. And I don't think there's a problem with loving it. I'm coming out. Oh. I'm a pineapple eater. <laughs> We're all pineapple eaters we here. All are. So proud of you. So proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. Thank you. Thank sharing. you for sharing your story. <laughs> we did the same thing. <laughs> do you guys remember when you were kids and your mom? was like, hey, we need directions to go to, you know, place this. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, Peter I want to go, pizza. I want to go to Peter Pan's pizza, but <laughs> my mom needs the directions. So you went on the map quest and you printed out the directions to Peter Pan pizza. Uh-huh. Oh, so The days nostalgic. before GPS. Uh-huh. Mm. And you had to, you had to hold the little printout and you had to read it with the car light on to your mom while you're driving. I could not read the directions. My sister had to be in the car cause I get car sick just from reading. So like texting people same, when I'm in the car same. or anything like that. I'm like, mm. I can't. Looking down and reading anything makes me feel sick. Oh, Even sometimes like just being on the freeway and seeing like all the signs and like all the restaurants coming by, I'm like, I literally have to close my eyes because I want to read it, but I can't because oh, all of a sudden. Oh, see, I can read those. If I'm mm-hmm. looking up, it's it's good. But as no. soon as I tilt my head down, I'm fucked. I'm going to feel queasy. No, I can read while we're driving on a boat, <laughs> on a plane. doesn't matter. <laughs> I can read on a plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing. Plane, not really. car, No, boat. it's not the same. Because like on the plane, you're not doing this constantly. And you're not visibly seeing you're going that many miles per hour. Yeah. Like you can barely tell you're moving. If you if you like feel the shaking of the plane, like you've got the turbulence. That's like the... <laughs> well, kid, when you got the turbulence... <laughs> <laughs> was I shaking my voice? Yeah. Well, probably because she was shaking. I was just trying to display to you exactly what it's like to be on a plane. <laughs> Texas is huge. It's like, insane. There are countries that are smaller than like our average sized states. I, I forget that because like I so rarely actually look at a map. <laughs> It's like, oh, wow, yeah, that is a really big place. Yeah, I saw this thing. These people in, I don't know what country it was in Europe. It was probably like Belgium or something. Yeah. And so they were tiny. like, they were like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that people in America haven't seen like everywhere in their country. 
You know, like here in Belgium, like we visited every single city, every single major city, every single landmark. And I'm like, like, motherfucker, like my college campus is the size of Belgium. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Our 10 year anniversary is this year. We're talking. Thank you. We're talking about. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Not not an early congratulatory. Like we're not going to make it or something. Uh, mm? We'll we'll see in. Hold on. Seven months. We'll see in seven months. I am so happy you even remembered. I only remembered because it was the same day that Skyrim came out. 11, 11, 11. Yeah. That wasn't planned, Katie. I I swear to God it wasn't planned. I don't even, I don't know my parents, you know. Oh, shit. Quote quote anniversary date. I don't know. I don't know anyone's anniversary. I barely remember like anything for me. You know what I mean? Like I barely remember anything. Yeah. yeah you can't forget 11, 11, 11. No. That's nope. easy. Terry lugged the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a strategic move on his part. You know it was. Well, I mean, he helped to pick out the date. So maybe. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that's the day Skyrim comes out. That's the day we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just as long as it's not Skyrim themed, we're good. No, it won't be. No, it was actually. Um, they got married in the the temple of High Rothgar. Hroth, oh, Hroth. Please, please. High Hrothgar. <laughs> they were they were married by Tiber Septim himself. You're such. Oh, you think you're like shaming me for being a dork, and you know the names of all Seriously. these like obscure fucking characters. I love Skyrim. Sue me. <laughs> Oh man, that was a self burn. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, this year's going to be our 10th anniversary. Super exciting. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And we, we, odds are we won't be able to do it this year because it's probably more expensive than we can afford. But we've been talking for a long time about like going on a road trip and visiting like, I don't know, really popular like haunted places like B&Bs. You know there's hotels. one that's not that far away. No, I know there's a lot in Texas. There's so many in Texas. Well, no, no, there's one in Rusk. Huh? I don't know where that is. Okay. I do I do know where that is. It's, that is like 35 minutes south. Yeah. What's the name of the damn place? It's like the Rusk. Where was that place that all the kids blew up? Oh my god, Jacob. Oh, that's close. <laughs> that, it's the place Okay, I, the alcohol must be affecting me cuz I should know the name of that damn place yeah. cuz my No, I got a scholarship because of it because my family was part of it oh shit yeah oh like historically yeah oh. so no one you knew blew up let's get that clear um, why are um like great um, so no great uncle right. yeah no one i knew no well that's cool yeah not for him but for you guys <laughs> yeah i mean like oh one God. of the famous pictures is my great grandmother's car with like a huge piece of concrete that just yeah, went right into it it's the oh whole it's the whole reason why propane and gas has like a smell to it yeah it's because this there place- There was a gas leak and no one knew? Yeah, and the whole, the no, whole building blew up. No, because there was no smell at that yeah. point. They added a it smell was scent, because of it. was scentless. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Building blew up, a whole bunch of kids Fuck. died. Oh my God. Oh, that's terrible. It's real close, real close I'm by. I'm sorry, Nana, I have to search it. <laughs> you can go to that building, it's still there. How have you heard about this? The museum is actually pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was the new London school explosion. Yeah, it happened in like 37. Damn. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, you know there's a bunch of little kid ghosts up in there. Katie. Yeah. (laughs) You want to spin the wheel? Sure. All right. Watch your hands. Good spin. Good job, Katie. Thank you. Great job, Katie. 
Oh, let's see. Let me grab that. Here you go. You landed on the longest you've gone without sleep and why. This was sent in by Sam. Mine is work-related. I, I felt like I forgot to lock the file cabinet at the time that we had like all of our protected health information, like everything that was in the counselor's boxes and everything. I did not sleep at all that night because I was so anxious if I left it unlocked to where then I had to text a coworker that morning that was gonna be in there in the morning saying, is it unlocked? And they're like, yeah, it's unlocked. I'm like, shit, what the, like, did I just lose my job? What the hell happened? Like, no, no, you're doing your best, that's fine. And then I just cocked out. Cause my anxiety levels were like through the roof. I could not sleep. I tried to watch Friends at Nick and Night. I tried to watch stuff on my tablet. I just could not sleep. Friends on Nick and Night. Mm-hmm. All those commercials, fun times. Yes. So the longest you gone, you went without sleep was like what? <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't like multiple days or anything like that. It was uh, just like about twenty four hours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I I don't do overnight stuff. Mm. What about you, Jacob? So I'm pretty proud of this moment. Oh God. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see how many days I can go. Right. This why? Was, I this, think I remember this story. So the reason why it doesn't really matter is because I was young and dumb and I could. No, so no, no, no. Read the question again. The longest you've gone without sleeping, why? I'm saying the reason why is because I was young and dumb and why not? All right. Yeah, there it was. There I was about, about 14, 15 years old. Yeah, it's time to do it. And I hit the 24 hour mark and thought, well, fuck it. Can I hit the 48 hour mark easily? Were you like dumb. summer vacation or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. not like freshman year no, even I was, matters. I was but, just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, well, can I hit the 72 hour mark? How delirious were you? I did it. Oh, I was hallucinating. hundred <laughs> percent. I was hallucinating. I was seeing shit. So you know how like wild. In, in Nightmare on Elm Street, they're like, oh no, we've been up for too long and now we're starting to dream while we're still awake. Is that real? That is 100% real. Yeah. No, I, have no I know doubt. it is. I'm just asking the question out loud so that two of us are saying it's real. Yes. Uh, I, I have hit, no doubt it's real and I haven't experienced it, but like the shit your mind can do if you don't have yeah. sleep. Fuck. Yeah. I hit 72 hours and thought, well, fuck it. Let's go to 96. Moron. I got to 76 hours. So four hours. Four hours past the 72 <laughs> hour mark. And then I slept for 16 and a half hours. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 76 hours. That's my, that's the longest I've ever been awake. And I'm not including the little moments where you like, you know, like you tilt your head and you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, no, get up, wake up, you know, mm -hmm. like slap yourself. That all could that. easily be 10 minutes though. You never know. Well, I'm not including that. No. Well, see, my worst like time I would count as like very sleepless, wasn't sleepless, like there was some sleep, but it was like 45 minutes at a time. And I don't know if mm -hmm. that counts. Verdict you little, is. You took tiny little naps? Yeah. But how long were you, how long did this continue? Four months. Whoa. Uh, and I was pregnant. That sounds no. like insomnia. I had to wake up constantly. No, that is having a newborn, Oh sir. my God. It doesn't count. It counts. Doesn't count. That fucking oh. counts. No, Ben. fucking Two shit. against one. Well, it's time to talk about your story, so. <laughs> nope, that is. No, it's not. Yeah, I have Jessica written right there for number one. Oh. I'm not ready. You're going first. Oh, Jacob's going first. All right. I'm like, who's going first? We're what? doing an audible real quick. <coughs> Jessica's lazy bitch ass hasn't even finished her notes. I told you that before we started, idiot. <laughs> so anyway, me, Jacob, the prepared one, will be going first. <coughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. So guys, 
on the oceans, cryptids <laughs> mystery. <laughs> That's not on purpose. Are you I just, okay? yes, I just like inhaled improperly. No, for real though, I'm drunk enough that this tastes fine. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I finished that bitch a long time ago. I've been licking the ice cube. <laughs> so on this episode of Oceans, Cryptids, Mysteries, and Ghosts, I, Jacob, will be talking about cryptids. And okay. I found a list of at least like one to 200 different cryptids, right? Sure. It's pretty exciting. So in no particular order, I have four for you. Number one, okay. the colossal squid. Ooh. I know you're all like, oh, don't you mean giant squid? No, this is bigger colossal squid. Oh, wow. Okay. AKA. Interesting. It's also known as, that's what that means, AKA, if you didn't uh, know that. I did. I think we all do. The giant <laughs> cranch squid. Cranch. 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 The giant cranch squid or the Atlantic squid. Is it in the Atlantic Ocean? I don't know. I didn't name it. So estimated to be 39 to 46 feet long makes the colossal squid the largest known invertebrate. That means they don't have spines. thought that was interesting. I wrote it down thinking you guys would be like, ooh. (laughs) You did not ooh. (laughs) Moving on. The colossal squid's arms slash tentacles, because I did read that written two different ways. Yeah. I'm going to call them tentacles from this point forward. These squid <laughs> arms slash test. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> These squid arms slash tentacles <laughs> are lined with sharp hooks, not just the little suction cuppy thingies, okay. sharp hooks. Some of these hooks are three pointed. So those sightings date back to 1802 of the colossal squid. Mm-hmm. The first physical discovery, because there has in <laughs> fact been one physical discovery of the colossal squid was in 1925, quite a while back, almost hundred years. You say it was a physical discovery. Does that mean it they found a very large squid body? No. And then recorded it? No, a colossal squid has never been found, but Picture. two tentacles were discovered in the stomach of a sperm whale in 1925. These arms being insanely long, if you would, you know, like these fish people, they studied squid and they know, oh, a a regular squid has this length or whatever. So uh, this is a picture of a silhouette of a man scuba diving and what they imagine a a colossal squid size would be. Okay. 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 It doesn't doesn't look that impressive in the picture. No, that looks really big to me. You're still screwed either way. So screwed. All right, I bet you're wondering, Jacob, what's next? I am wondering that. Next happens to be my favorite one. The ugly mermen. <laughs> Unattractive mermen. Blobfish <laughs> mermen. Not blobs. Blobs are, many cryptids are called blobs. What? Yes. Wait, blobs or globs? Blobs. Both. Blobs and globs. What? Yeah. Ugly mermen. Uh-huh. Okay. So I was really excited when I saw this one. I, I am had also to click it. Excited to hear about it. So reported sightings take place in lakes all over the world, but the first one, the first reported one, reco- uh-huh. or recorded one, was in Lake Superior in oh. 1782. Venant St. Germain. He sat watching the sunset with three friends oh. and an elderly Native American woman. That's when it happened. That's when they saw it about 75 yards 
How the fuck in the you lake, see anything? They saw a creature. There's three feet in a yard, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, about 150 feet. Nope. Uh-uh. 225 feet. St. Germain described this creature to be about the size of an eight-year-old child. It had the upper body from the waist up of a regular human body, but it had undoubtedly sea features. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wait till I show you the picture. You guys are going to lose your shit. <laughs> what? How did you identify guys, an eight-year-old sized thing? Were binoculars even guys, thing then? Obviously, right, St. Germain I mean, sees this creature sticking out of the water and does the only thing that every other human would do. He took aim with his rifle. (laughs) 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 To kill the beast. So the Native American woman attacked St. Germain and she begged him not to take the shot. She went on to explain that the creature was a god of the lakes and that by killing it, it would summon a storm powerful enough to kill thousands. Oh. Oh, wow. She warned that by threatening the god, which St. Germain had by aiming his rifle, it would probably punish them. And the small group of five, if you remember, was stuck on the island that they were adventuring on for three days because a terrible storm that was unpredicted struck the island. Although to be fair, at that time, as easy as it was to identify eight-year-old sized creatures, it may not have been very easy to identify when a storm was on its way. This is true. Yeah. Who knows? So what happened to St. Germain? Uh, he actually went on to testify in a Canadian court in 1812. And it's on record. He testified that he saw this. This, <laughs> is, an, this is what an ugly merman later, is. 40. I can't even tell what I'm seeing. I don't see anything. You had to it zoom looks into like a that. path. No, you can't zoom in. You, yes, you click, can. Click on the image. Control plus, dude. Stupid. I have a touch screen. It's fine. He saw a murloc. Yeah, he saw that. That does not look like a human on top. That looks like so a I'd want to shoot that too. People I, later yeah. went on to explain that what St. Germain probably saw was a sea lion. He just saw a seal? He just saw he just saw a seal. And he was like, let me shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He was high as a fucking kite when he saw that seal. He was like, holy shit, is that a merman ugly fucking eight-year-old? <laughs> I mean, if that's what he saw, that's definitely ugly for a human half. If that was a person, yeah, that'd be really ugly. But that looks like an average-looking seal. <laughs> yeah, it did. Number three, guys. The bloop. <laughs> well, that just sounds I, like you freaking bleeped. I actually know this one. No. Bloop. In 1997, the National Ocean and Atmospheric Administration detected a powerful ultra-low frequency sound sound in the South Pacific. The sound would have to come from a very large marine animal. They believe this marine mammal to be currently undiscovered. Mm -hmm. It has been named Bloop because of the name of the sound that they detected. They called the name of the sound Bloop, and for some reason they decided that if they were to discover this creature, it would also be named Bloop. It's mm-hmm. actually, if you look it up, because they have the recording of the actual sound on YouTube, it's way creepier than you'd imagine. Yeah, the sound. Are you gonna make us listen to the damn sound? No, 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 I'm not gonna play the sound, that's weird. Oh, we're definitely gonna make you listen to it. Maybe during the break. Uh, so the sound was as loud as the sounds emitted during an earthquake 
or a large glacial movement, also known as ice quakes. Mm-mm. But there were no earthquakes or ice quakes recorded on this day of the recording. And the sound repeated a few times, just like a whale's song. So that may mean we have another whale we have yet to discover. That's true. And it's believed that this creature or whale would have to be at least 250 feet long to produce a sound that loud. Here is a picture of a blue whale on the bottom and a bloop right on top. A blue whale, if you didn't know this, is the largest mammal on Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, who fucking knows, man? Yeah. With the ocean? That's what's scary. Like, considering... <laughs> that stupid bitch. That was Tally. Tally decides to hurl her body through her dog door at rapid speeds at the very least convenient times. I am curious. Have y'all ever had, like, a raccoon or anything like that try to come in? I'm very glad you asked, because probably... No, it's actually kind of a creepy story. So we've had it before where Jacob and I both were waking up in the night thinking we could hear people, someone in the living room, kitchen, dining room area. Sure. One Christmas, we had the presents out here. We were all really anxious that the kids were going to come out and try to open them before it was time. Got it. So I remember specifically hearing boxes moving, hearing the wrapping paper, and I got up to investigate and didn't find anything. Jacob, the very same night, got up to investigate. We both heard gifts moving around. And it and wasn't Tally. It wasn't Tally. Came in here to check and it, there was nothing. So we wondered if maybe animals were coming in, including like stray cats. Like who, right. who, yeah. who, who yeah. knows? Yeah, you never know. I feel like I could crawl through that dog door. I mean, all I'm imagining is home alone. Can During the break, can you try just yeah. to see? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. I think I could do it. If you get stuck and we have to call the fire department, I will die laughing. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, you'd have to give me at least two shots before they got here. Oh, <laughs> Back to the cryptids. There is only one more. Okay. Now, this last cryptid, I only included as a joke because it's fucking hilarious. So, <laughs> All right. the Quinator. That sounds yeah. way cooler than Bloop. Oh, it sounds cool, right? This is a mythical sea creature first mentioned in the 7th century Frankish chronicle of Fredegar. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is a Frankish chronicle? Like the Franks? No. Nope. Like, hey, like, uh, like, you know, those fucking Franks are coming over to, like, raid us and shit. Are you talking about, mm-hmm. like, the French? Oh, maybe. I don't know. But it's Frankish. I don't think that's the same. Let's, that let's, is not the hold same. On. This is a question Because then Google. it would be the French. Hold on. <laughs> Who are... The Franks, because I know I know this. Germanic people, Germanic-speaking people who invaded the Western Roman Empire in the 5th century. So is it definitely not present, French? Present-day France, Belgium, and Western Germany. Franks. Anyway, this creature is also called the Beast with Five Horns. Oh my God. Yep. It's described as being, and by described as being, I mean I'm describing it <laughs> after looking at the pictures of it. All right. Basically a cow (laughs) with a whale-like tail and a trident-shaped horn on its head. That sounds fucking epic as shit. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. Five points. Are you guys ready? It's so majestic. Uh, Tell me that bitch isn't a cow. It's much more majestic than I thought. Especially in the second picture. I mean, the- It's literally a photoshopped cow. That is a, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a whole different kind of lawn horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, first picture, you're all like, ooh, it's so majestic, so nice. 
second it's, picture. It's even squinting. Second yeah. picture. Like, what the fuck is that? That is the Free Willy cover with a cow <laughs> <laughs> and a trident added over the head. That's what that is. Okay. This is, yeah. this is second grade level Photoshop, which is why it must be included in it the ocean cryptids. Yeah. And that is why you will forever remember the name of the Quinator. I will. Thank not, you. I definitely will immediately forget that. Probably not yeah. only are you welcome, but that is the end of the ocean cryptids. So Thank sad. you, Jacob. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. That bloop was so much bigger than the blue whale you compared it to. It mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. It was for those quite of, larger. For those of you who don't follow us on social media, who will not see the picture because we'll post it. Yeah. Just if so you, you remember, know. I'm going to write I mean, that down. That's a good idea. I mean, you may actually want to do like the bloop with the blue whale and then with the blue whale as well with like just a human. Because I mean, sometimes we even forget just how big of a difference the blue whale is from us. These are Honestly, the huge. blue whale is so big. I don't know on that scale that you would even see like a dog, the, the scuba diver example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me and Terry had no idea this existed. We were because we love watching creepy videos on YouTube. Sure. The bloop we discovered on accident. We were just watching creepy videos and there was something that was like, you know, oh, top five underwater mysteries you never heard of. Mm -hmm. We're like, OK, cool. Maybe we'll learn something new. Yeah. So they played this sound and it was so haunting unearthly kind of. oh it's very creepy and it goes on for a while mm. it's it's interesting enough that you should listen to it at least once okay that's fair. not so interesting that you need need to listen to it more than that really yeah yeah and i don't think it's happened since then but that's what's interesting that's what's interesting right there considering that the ocean is as unexplored as it is there's however many microphones there are recording that far deep into the ocean it's not a lot and i'm sure the expanse no. that they actually record is also very small compared to how large the ocean is i mean kind of the fact that they even caught it to begin with that's Damn. what i'm saying so if something exists that far deep it just by lucky coincidence wandered into the range of that one microphone that happened to re be recording at that time and we got a chance to hear it. But the only reason why I think it's bullshit is because if it were a mammal, that means it would have to come up for air. Yeah. And you would notice it if a 250 foot fucking whale came up for air. Assuming you would it's think. a mammal. For the, last, yeah. for the last couple thousand years that it would have to be on this planet. Right. right. Yes, I'm not saying it's a mammal. It could be something else, but no other like sea creature makes noises like that. Only that we mammals. know of. It's because in order for there to be noise, there needs to be. I mean, if they're like underwater. Oxygen and fish don't use oxygen. I mean, you gotta think like for scuba divers, we can only handle so much water pressure. So, like these animals are like deep, deep ocean animals. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the it deeper you terrifying. go, the bigger Damn. those uh, creatures have to be. Yeah. Because in order for their bones to withstand, or not bones, I guess just like body to withstand that amount of like gravity. You think about like giant squid. People didn't think that was real for a really long well, time. And people, then they discovered it. People didn't think the giant squid existed because they live so deep. Right. They yeah. only come up very rarely. And it's only when sperm whales are like, hey, let's fucking kill this motherfucker. Their bodies actually have to be incredibly malleable in order to withstand the yeah, pressure. True. Being up toward the surface is dangerous for them and they die. Here's a shower doing thought. That. Do fish get the bends? <laughs> <laughs> is it a shower thought? But I mean, like, like the blobfish that we all say is like the really ugly fish. Yeah. It's ugly because it's on land. And that's just how it turns out when it's. <gasps> On what if it's super beautiful and it's really, probably really deep super water. beautiful in deep water, but at our air pressure, it's like, fuck no. Maybe that's true. I don't know. Poor blobfish. Mm -hmm. 
It's a swan, and we all think it's a duckling. Yeah. Ugly fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's time for the break. Yes. Jessica does trabajo para la mujer (laughs) and la Georgia. Jorge. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) If you could tell, uh, two days ago, I took the jump and I started Duolingo. We are half Mexican. I know. And our mother did not teach us a word of Spanish. I, Everything I know in Spanish, I know from Dora the Explorer <laughs> or from one semester in high school. Clams bother me. I don't know why. I think it's because like I've I've had clams the bad way before. Yeah. Meaning like too chewy, old, shouldn't be eating it right now. Clams. Well, I mean like you think of clam juice and you're automatically disgusted cuz it's like that sounds horrible. Right. So um. I yeah, I tried clamato under those circumstances. As tall as Daniel Radcliffe? How tall are you? You're I'm five, as tall six? as I'm Elijah like five, Wood. Five, five. I'm five six. I'm no, like, you're taller than that, aren't you? I'm like five foot five, like in a Here, half can we ish? see? Are you an inch shorter than me? Probably. I mean, I'm wearing shoes, but. What kind of shoes? Though? Like matters. bear paws? Like we're touching butts. was movie number one. There was only one of them in that one. One alien. And then sure. in the second movie, it was aliens because there was more than there's, one. There's so much more than one. So many more. Okay. So anyway, those <laughs> movies, the only reason they're considered horror is because the death scenes for some unfortunate souls are pretty fucking brutal. Well, yeah, everyone's seen the freaking GIF or GIF, whatever team you're on. Uh, the whoa, whoa, whoa. What team are you whoa, on? Whoa, whoa. We we're need to ab- know right now. We're about, we're about to find out what team everyone here is on. Fran. Do you guys remember Fran? Of course I, I remember, remember Fran. The nanny. Is that what it was called? Yes. The, the show was called The Nanny. Dude. Fran Drescher was a little the, like the 10 year old Jacob who was so heavily attracted to Fran. She's oh so God. hot. Yes. Yep. Her voice is fucking awful. <laughs> oh my God. But her body. <laughs> All right. Was, who I'm, else can like picture the wasabi clip in their head right now? Wasabi? N- no. Watch the green stuff. It's wasabi. It's like mustard. Gives it a real kick. Ooh, I love mustard. 
So oh, no. tell me, how's working with Marvin Hamlish? Gee, you know that mustard really clears up the nasal passage. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I wonder how long it's gonna last. <laughs> Jessica, are you done? I'm not, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Listen to the bloop. Oh yeah. Okay, I don't have my phone. How do you not have your phone? Cause I just plugged it in because it was dead. sound like a little angelic like a little harmonizing as if there's multiple oh my god the bloop needs to die and the break time is over katie yeah it's your turn are you ready to talk about what are you what are you talking about cryptids mysteries or ghosts Remember, it's, it's the vial of... Yeah. It's veil. Oh, shit. I did the <laughs> Can you read what you wrote, please? Well, Katie said she was talking about the 12... Uh-huh. Veil. No. The 12 vial... There you go. Vortices. Yeah. Vortresses? Vortices, yeah. Vortices. Vortices. All yeah. right. How did you spell it, though? Well, the 12. That's an easy one. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's T H E for the 12 is T W E L V E. Yeah. Uh-huh. The yeah. 12. I can, you, I can spell that in my Easy. sleep. Expert. Good job. Great. Yeah. Where we get a little confused <laughs> is you said vile, right? Yeah. Uh, and not like you're in science. Yeah. I put V I A L, which is kind of like, you know, the little glass things, uh-huh. not like gross or horrendous mm-hmm. yes like how i'm assuming you spelt Ooh. it very small glass receptacles is yeah. what you mean and then vortices like vortices how do you spell that i put how- v-o-r-t-e-s-e-s you were so close <laughs> you were very close it's v-o-r-t-i-c-e-s oh that wasn't close at all i would have never guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh there was a z in there Katie. Yeah. Your topic, please. So the 12 vile vortices. So everyone's heard of the Bermuda Triangle. Of mm-hmm. course. There are actually 11 other places on the earth that are other vile vortices. And I was just like, what the hell? There's more than just the Bermuda Triangle. What is vortices the plural of? I I really don't know. Is it, it vortex? Vortex. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it's just really bizarre that I mean, there's multiple, I guess, not necessarily Bermuda Triangles because each one is vile in their own kind of way Mm -hmm. and their own severity. But the Bermuda Triangle is the most well-known unless you live in Japan. Mm -hmm. 
Then it's the Devil's Sea. Oh shit, I've heard of that. Yeah, I have not. It, is it the coast between Japan and China? I don't know exactly where it's located, but it's off the coast. It's like off the south coast of China, of Japan. Uh-huh. And I mean, Genghis Khan's grandson lost like 40,000 people oh, in the Devil's Sea. Oh, I have heard of that. Uh-huh. And I mean, they've like tried multiple times to like go there and research, but every single time something happens to where Japan has literally declared it unsafe. There's a, a video oh, game. Shit. They, they've been doing a series of remakes of Tomb Raider. The very first one is takes place on an island in the Devil's Sea. You shipwreck. Dude, if Japan well, calls yeah. it. And then, you, and then you, you find out that there's all these like supernatural reasons behind it. It's super cool. If Japan says it's bad, it's bad. It, it, yeah. So tell us about the Devil's Sea. Well, there's actually a lot more. Uh, even the North Pole and South Pole are considered vile vortices because really? of the compasses and our navigation systems cannot do anything yeah. when they're up there to where they're considered vile vortices because of the electromagnetic stuff that's happening. So people get lost and all the time. How crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get started. So they are areas on Earth's surface that have naturally occurring anomalies due to the Earth's natural electromagnetic fields being stronger in these areas rather than anywhere else in the world. And they are spread equally across the uh, Tropic of Capricorn and the Tropic of Cancer. Okay. So there's like five there uh, above the equator, five below the equator, and they're equally spread apart by 72 degrees. And this wasn't discovered until the 1970s. That's so odd. So they're evenly spaced. And no one knows why. Which kind of confirms that they exist. Yeah. They're so evenly spread. It's not that they're random. I mean, the guy found like three of the five and then he saw like they're 72 degrees where he's like, oh, okay, well, the next two are going to be 72 degrees from these two. And, and so he just boom, found them. Discovered more. And somehow all these stories came up to him and he just got like, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's the North Pole, South Pole, Bermuda Triangle, Mohenjo Daro. Where's uh, that? That one is in uh, current day Pakistan. Okay. And then there's a Devil's Sea or Dragon Triangle. Mm-hmm. And then there's the megalithic ruins of Algeria. Yeah, I'm so sorry to, if you have any Hawaiian viewers, because I'm so going to butcher this. Uh, Ham Akaluae. There's like a volcano over there that they just think is somehow related. And then there's the South Atlantic Anomaly, megaliths of Zimbabwe, the Wharton Basin, the Hebrides, Trench and the Easter Islands are also of Easter Islands. Yeah, they don't understand why they're really at these particular locations, and it's also causing a lot of paranormal activity for those that are also around those locations. Mm-hmm. Person who found this was Ivan Sanderson. He was a biologist, paranormal enthusiast, and writer of particularly sci-fi. Oh, that's why no one believed him. <laughs> that's, that's why his name hasn't gone that, down in not, history. Yeah, That's not, why we're just well hearing known. about this now. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, everyone knows about Bermuda Triangle with the glowing water, the spinning compasses, random malfunctions of ships and planes, and strange sightings that they've seen. Terrible uh, storms. Mm-hmm. All the above. The disappearings of people in planes and all that fun stuff. So the volcano in Hawaii, it's the actual Vortis... Fortis is off of uh, the coast of Hawaii, but locals and scientists even think that it's actually based off of this volcano. They keep on seeing these strange lights, so they don't really like know. Like in the water? 
water, sky, everything. They're just like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Huh. Then the double C, which I kind of talked about briefly. I mean, the Japanese government has declared it unsafe for research ships and even transporting things. I mean, like, it's completely like, just don't go in those areas. It's a no-go zone. Yeah. And then the water water basin, y'all, I'm sure, remember the... Malaysia air flight that happened a few years ago that oh, has disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They think this is where it possibly landed. Ooh. And that's why it disappeared because it went into this vile vortex. Oh, vortex. No. And I mean, there's no complete map of the ocean floor in this area because they haven't tried since the 1960s. Huh. So I mean, even with today's technology, they haven't even tried again. And then there's the South Atlantic anomaly, which NASA is having to research because it's screwing up satellites. What? Whoa. Yeah. Wait, what? It apparently there's a radiation belt that it comes closest to the Earth's surface at this particular point to where it is completely frying these satellites when they come around that area. So NASA's having to try to figure out what the hell's going on. That's so weird. What does that mean? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> How could it affect something out of the atmosphere? Look, the next guest I- is gonna be Elon Musk. But yeah, I mean, like, it's just like so bizarre that, I mean, like, I had no idea that there were areas on Earth that were affecting our satellites. No, that doesn't even make any sense. I mean, it's causing complete equipment failure. Question. Maybe I'll have an answer. Maybe, it, and that's fine. Do satellites specifically orbit I mean, away they, from these areas? Probably. I mean, they, they have, like, their own direction. I mean, like, all the satellites have, like, I don't know how to describe it. I guess, like, directions that they automatically are going to go in, and they're little U-shaped, I guess, and then an inverted U-shape and everything else. Um, to me, that's the reason why we're able to know satellites are going to be in that area around that particular day, but I guess they purposefully avoid, especially this particular area, because huh. they kind of have to. And then there's the Hebrides Trench, um, which the location of it is apparently this island called Sandy Island, which appeared on maps for years. Um, but ha- the actual island itself has vanished, and oh. they don't know where it went or if it ever even really existed. What? <laughs> if it ever existed? Well, I mean, they, they literally have to consider it undiscovered. What? The Sandy sorry. Island is undiscovered. It was okay. on maps, and now it's I don't understand that, existing. though. How could it be on the maps if it wasn't discovered? So this is actual, actually a Climate real thing. Climate change? I don't know. There, there are, <laughs> I make the joke. That was quick. So map makers used to make up shit yeah. on a map. And that was them. That was before copyrights existed. So they would make up their own shit on a map. That way, if someone copied it and did it, they'd be like, you fucking stole my map because that shit doesn't exist. I made that fucking shit up. Why the fuck would you know this? Dude, Why? I don't fucking remember. How did you, hap- how did you happen upon this? How do this? you know this while drunk? I, I, that's what I kind of want to know. Yeah. Guys. Like, how did this come in your mind? I don't know, but this is a true uh, thing. They made up shit because it was like their way of copywriting their own shit. Mm-hmm. Sure. If someone else had this, you know, island on their map, sure. it's because they yeah. copied their map and tried to sell it as their own. Because this island doesn't exist. They well, made it up. That's fair, but I don't understand why it would be... That's what I'm saying. The fact Why that Why would it go down in history current. like this? The fact that it must have it must have been on multiple different maps. And if yeah. it's any any time in the last 2-300 years, or I guess not 200 years, but any time in the past like 150 years, copyrights existed. Right. Like, At least in America. That wasn't a thing. So, if these maps 
had the Sandy Island mm -hmm. on it in the last hundred years or so, it was already copyrighted. So if yeah. it was on multiple maps and then now it's not, that they, literally means it's because it disappeared. And especially today, we have satellites that can see this shit. Uh, although I guess not that one. <laughs> well, no, no, this one isn't at the South Atlantic anomaly. So it's at a different vortex. Well, I don't know. The last one I have kind of like some notes on is the Mohenjo-Daro, uh, which actually is really weird because it's an abandonment of a city that's still unsolved. It's like thousands of years old. Okay. And it was very, very highly advanced. They actually had like running plumbing and it's like BC. Oh shit. They always say Mesopotamia was like crazy advanced and same with Babylon. Yeah, that's they what I, I, Babylon was the first thing I they thought They say of. it was crazy advanced, but we don't know because everything is gone and disappeared and destroyed. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so fucking old. Yeah. They were like very advanced and like 700 whales spread evenly like throughout the entire place, 40,000 people. I mean, it's like very, very advanced. And then while they discovered this place, they found 40 people dead and they found pottery that appeared to be melted at like 4,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And there's Whoa. no explanation. Oh. That's cr well. Those fuckers got, <laughs> those fuckers got smited. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. But yeah. 4,000 degrees. It, no, they no. were smited. There's only one place that came from. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. So yeah, I mean, they don't know if it's uh, being smitten or extraterrestrial or whatever else. Cause I mean, there, there's no explanation for what the hell happened to this pottery. Well, the only crazy, explanation crazy. that I could think of would be that like a solar flare went and like just pistol whipped earth in that one spot, right? And they just happened to be unfortunate. Maybe. But if that Wait, was the case. The only explanation could be what? People. Would be that there was a solar flare from our sun that went and just like pistol whipped the shit out of that one city. Specific area. Yeah, just like, just, just whipped it, right? Just absolutely well, think about terrible it, think about coincidence. It. You're, you're a giant, you know, colossal being, and you have a whip, and you're in space, and Earth is in front of you, and you swing your whip, and it smacks into the little, right? It's just gonna strike one little area, right? Because the tip of the whip is what hits. Yeah. So, same thing, solar flare, it does a little whip, and the little, smacks that one city. The only problem with that idea is that if it happened then, why the fuck hasn't it happened again? It should happen constantly. <laughs> I right. should also mention that this is an area where Hinduism was kind of founded. And the, I forget which god that they kind of really worshipped here, but it was the god of destruction. Kali? Kali. I believe so. Yeah, she's got all the arms. So The six-armed, big-tittied bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what the hell happened, and it's still unsolved today. Interesting. That's spooky. That's about it, though. I can't talk about a cursed shipwreck that I also researched. That's in the Gulf of Mexico. Like a ghost ship? No. You should it, watch that. Oh, and you might not like that movie. It is a shipwreck that they have tried multiple times to try and get stuff out of, and every single time something fails. It is cursed. You know it's cursed, because those fuckers have seen the <laughs> Titanic, right? <laughs> Titanic is the lowest point any single fucking submarine has ever gone to. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's cursed. It sunk to the lowest. Yeah. Well... How low did How, it Listen, listen, way. listen. You know How, not the lowest point, I don't think. The lowest point that any submarine has gone to was oh, James, well. Cam James Cameron's yeah. fucking submarine. Yeah. Just to just like explore it for the sake of the movie? That's James Cameron. Have you? How long have we waited for Avatar 2? James Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, James he Cameron is a perfectionist had the script the written for Avatar 10 years before it came out. 
It was in pre-production for 10 years because he was trying to figure things out perfectly and all this stuff. Oh, I see. You're I trying mean, to I explain to me why he would go to those lengths. Yes. He literally viewed the Titanic before he made the movie. He's the reason we have like artifacts available for view. Probably. Of the Titanic? Yes. Why there are pictures of it? It's yeah. because he happened to have all this money and was like, fuck it. I want to see it so that I can recreate it. Yeah. Anyway, crazy man. And then that whole thing that happened with the stars and everything with the night sky. Anyways, what? The so, Katie, what? like I was going to say, uh huh. we're going to get into that right after stars, night sky. <laughs> but first, Katie. Yes. I do want to absolutely fucking applaud you. Uh huh. Because you're, I, I watched you read your notes. You did not go back in your notes. Right. It was as if you knew what questions me and Jessica were going to ask. Because like, goddamn, you're reading through it and you're like, bam, bam, bam. And then like you flipped it and went into detail about all the things we literally had questions about. I applaud you. That was, Thank you. That was a great guest story. Amazing. That was great. Thank you. And that was the end of it. Mm -hmm. Unless y'all want to hear about the cursed shipwreck in the Gulf of Mexico. Do you have more? It's totally sidebar. Let's but, do it. Okay. I'd love to hear more about it. All right. I well, say fuck it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is totally separate from the vile vortices. Try that again. Yep. One second. It's okay. Someone, He's gone. someone with a really big penis just drove by. <laughs> <laughs> so this is totally unrelated to the 12 vile vortices, but there is actually a cursed shipwreck in the Gulf of Mexico that was just found in 2001 because of an oil pipeline. They were drilling and they were like, oh shit, uh, there's a ship here. And then they found out that not only is it a ship that's about 200 years old. Oh, shit. But it is a ship that is copper sheathed to where that way it would help the wood eating animals not like destroy the entire ship, which was very uncommon for that kind of old of a ship. Yeah. So it was found mostly intact and they were able to at least get a plank of wood from it. And it was from the Northeast of the United States. That is the only place you could find those trees. Okay. And so they were looking at it and they were like, what the hell is going on with this? And so they believe that this huge vessel was heading to New Orleans. And unfortunately, it was probably sunk during the Battle of New Orleans with the War of 1812. Oh. Damn. Wrong place, wrong time <laughs> is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> So they have tried like multiple, multiple times to like try to get with like a mini submarine, submarines. And I mean, they're talking like Navy level submarines. James Cameron level submarines. <laughs> yeah. And every single time something's going on with the machinery, like the sonar cuts off, the complete electronics of it just like completely cut and they cannot get anything from it. And so let's see here. So they have video monitors always blacking out each time the thrusters were fired. And there was one time a robotic sub was sent. And once it was in the water for even less than 30 minutes, it veered right and just went out of control. They could not control it anymore with which direction it was going. And so they stopped investigating it since 2003. They tried for two years. and They were like, fuck it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they still don't know the name of the damn ship. They don't know what ship this is. They cannot figure it out. So they discovered it on accident and now they're, they just can't learn anything new except for like where the ship maybe was made. Yeah. I mean, like they figured that kind of part out, but I mean, like anytime they try to get close to like seeing if they can figure out some kind of name, machinery like just completely fails. That's so weird. Deep sea is so terrifyingly alien. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow alien and still being on the same planet. It's so gross to me. Katie, you've earned your second applause. Because hey. what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's so close. That's Gulf of Mexico. That's four or five hour drive. It's right over there. Yeah. Interesting. Let's just go take a swim. See what yeah, we find. Easy peasy. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I can do it. The military and didn't durable? do it 20 years ago, so I can't do it today. Bullshit. Yeah, if it was a <laughs> subnuclear submarine. Let's let's just dive in. I'm not in even and gonna pretend like I know what that is. <laughs> so Yeah, let's just go in and see what happens. I mean, it's almost been twenty years. Has anyone gone in person? I don't know. I forgot to check how deep it actually is. Go Oil down. pipelines are really fucking deep. Yeah, so. 100% fuck that. I will never, ever go that deep into the ocean. Fuck no. I won't go deeper than like four feet into the ocean. No. Mm-mm. No, if my knees touch the water, I'm too deep. Yeah, we love Sweeney Todd. <laughs> and you guys <laughs> listening to the recording have no idea why we're talking about that. And that's okay. We're going to move on. Yep, we are going to move on to the second wheel spin. Here it goes. What did it land on? Whatever could it be? All right, guys, 100% though. This was sent in by Flash, and this is worst smell. Parentheses, not poop. Well, obviously. Parentheses. Poop is the worst smell. It can't be poop. It can't be poop. But what's the worst smell that isn't poop? Vomit. Yeah, seriously. For me, one of the worst, just personally, one of the worst smells for me is, is fresh vomit. Because it li- because of how long it lingers and how strong and just terrible it is. It, in some ways, probably kind of wants to say like roadkill. Oh, uh, because no. Rotting animals. Yeah, no. I don't that know that I skunk. know. Like, I don't know those. that I know the smell of roadkill that well. You do. I know roadkill skunk. I know no, that one. You smell it and it kind of like, I remember in LA, we would drive through certain areas and I remember smelling something and thinking like, oh, that just smells like absolute like putrid garbage. And then dad would say something died. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. boy, I and have smelled. it wasn't hyperbole. I have smelled <clears throat> actual death more often than I thought. Yeah, I remember that. I remember driving to and from 29 Palms and dad being like, oh, I hope that's an animal that's dead. Not a person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, thanks, dad. Meaning, by the way, <laughs> he has smelled that smell on the job and had to investigate and discovered a corpse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not have the stomach for that. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Never mind. I, we can't go into Don't that. tell her that. You know what I'm thinking about? I know exactly what you're thinking about. Don't tell her that. The serrated knife. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking about. Don't tell her that. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, it's oh, gross. Just go ahead. So more than likely, this is cut. But she had a serrated knife. Do you know what that means? That would fucking hurt. That means it's jagged. As jagged, tooth, jagged, toothed knife. Yeah. So like yep. I said, this is all cut because I don't think Dad could have legally told us this. But yeah. Nope. Yuck! 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 Yeah. And Blech. on that note, uh, Jacob, your smell. My smell. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. If I had to choose the worst smell that isn't poop, (laughs) it would be like, I think it would be feet. I don't like the smell of feet, like, like sweaty, gross feet. When it smells like Fritos. Fritos. Corn. No, when they, Uh, when they smell like 
I think sour. in general, I no, I think just in general, like period, I think most people in the world, right? 90 plus percent, like your feet have a smell if they've been in shoes all day. That's just natural. Right. Right. And I think if I can smell your feet, it grosses me out. Fair. It yeah. just happens. Like it's not, there is no judgment involved. I'm just grossed out. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me is the worst. Like if I, if I'm sitting at on the couch or we're sitting in bed or we're sitting yeah. anywhere and I just get a smell and I'm like, I smell feet. Like, I just can't think about anything else. I just think about you and your nasty feet. Like, that's it. And she says she can't meet anyone and have a romantic relationship with them because even though she washes constantly and deodorizes and di- like she has yeah, constant I mean, like antibacterial, anything yeah. she possibly can constantly. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. And you can smell feet Stop anywhere it. she walks. Stop it. <laughs> I command you to stop. It is the end. We are not talking about this wheel spin anymore. <laughs> Jessica, please. Do you have a story? I do. Allow me. Well, Jessica, tell me, is it a cryptid or is it a mystery? Or is it a ghost? <gasps> Could it be? It is. I decided to research underwater slash sunken ship hauntings. Hmm. Yes, I thought uh, my search criteria will be very minimal. It was not. There are a <laughs> lot of them. And I decided not to go into a lot of detail. I knew we would have a guest today. Hey. And I didn't want to go on and on because I kind of tend to, especially if I've been drinking. And so I'll start with two smaller examples and then I'll go into one that I did more um, in-depth research on. So here we go. The first example is that in the 19th century, there was a wreck of the British mail ship, the RMS Roan. It sunk in 1867 in a hurricane near Salt Island in the British Virgin Islands. And people who dive there, because there is a community of divers out there who specifically like to dive around sunken ships or wreckages of various kinds because of the sort of morbidity of all of it. Mm -hmm. And divers around this 19th century wreckage have reported seeing the images of ghostly swimmers frantically swimming away from the wreck towards the surface, only to vanish midway. So they'll swim toward the sight of this person who looks as though they are desperate for air. And before they can reach them, this person disappears. So they'll investigate and find that this ship is ancient. Like, it's been there forever. Can you bring ghost hunter type stuff <coughs> underwater? You absolutely can. Which God I didn't know it. before this this uh, <laughs> this research. Damn just it. say that again. <laughs> Next up, there was the 1942 case of the U.S. cargo ship, the USAT Liberty. It was sunk by a Japanese torpedo. Yep, 1940s, yep. I have heard of this ship, the Liberty. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, Maybe you'll find out. Divers who have decided to explore its wreckage have reported seeing a ghostly torpedo flying at them oh, and shit. startling them before disappearing just before it hits them. Huh. That would... F- yeah. So imagine like the rush, like the yeah. bubbles through the water, Fuck like something's no. flying at me at intense speeds. Oh yeah. And then it disappears before it hits you. Uh-uh. That, that clenched your butthole. Oh yeah. 
There's also from 1942, the wreck of the American tanker SS Gulf America, which was sunk by a German torpedo mm. near Jacksonville Beach, Florida. They got close. Well, near kind of means like 100 well, miles yeah. from the coast. <laughs> so. Around this one, divers have reported seeing shadowy shapes prowling the wreckage. Stuff that may have been animals, and then when they get closer, they find that there's nothing there at all. They've reported specters, things that seem to be in the shape of people, but when further discovered, there's nothing there to find, as well as actual disembodied voices heard underwater. Ugh. Oh, hell no. In In 1956, the Italian SS Andrea Doria was destroyed and sunk after accidentally being hit by the warship MS Stockholm. And divers of this wreck are said to be constantly pushed, pulled, and poked by unseen hands and human figures moving about in the murky water with human-shaped shadows. I mean, I know people have a thing of going into like haunted houses and haunted buildings and all those kinds of things, but I mean, you can easily run the fuck out. Who the hell thinks, as a human, Oh, let me scuba dive where I can only swim as fast as I possibly can. Dude, it's not natural to Ooh. be down in those depths. Yeah, I, I don't I don't relate at all to that desire to explore <laughs> those things. I have no interest in the deep sea. Um, this particular site, the site of the, the wreckage of the SS Andrea Doria, it is also known for being plagued by an inordinately high rate of diver deaths. No shit. Right. Um, and no one knows whether this is due to the depth of the wreckage or the location or the stories of ghosts. It's rather unclear and it is a mystery. How you doing? You, I didn't like that. You, yeah, you don't sound like you do. And I'm not done. I have my, my more researched one is still on the list. Oh boy. It's, my, it's I, up next actually. See, fuck it. If I can't light it on fire, I don't want to be near it. Absolutely not. No, that's gross. Nope. And you're going to gross me out more, you said? <laughs> I, I am. So... As I was researching all of these, all of these were interesting enough for me to, you know, jot down. Sure. There was one. Oh, boy. That was much more interesting. Okay. And it is the Truk Lagoon. It exists in Southeast Asia. It is also called the Chuk Lagoon. It was sold to Germany by Spain in 1899. After Germany's defeat in World War I, Truk was eventually given to Japan, who made it a military base. And by the end of World War II, it had become one of the biggest ship graveyards in the world. 47 watercrafts, to include battleships, submarines, and aircraft carriers, 270 aircraft, several tanks, various military equipment, and anywhere from 1,700 to 3,000 lives sent to the bottom of this lagoon in an attack that lasted two to three days. And as it happened, in 1971, the one and only Jacques Cousteau went down there and recorded a documentary called The Lagoon of Lost Ships and discovered hundreds of uncovered bodies inside the wreckage. So this was all over the news to Uh the point that it motivated Japan to send like crews of people in to recover the bodies, the uh, remains of these dead people. And they were unable to recover most of them. So after that, obviously the place exploded in popularity and to this day it is an extremely popular diving spot, Why? especially considering the water around it for most of the year runs around 80 degrees. So it's nice and warm. Okay. Which means fucking sharks. 
probably. <laughs> I, like, well, now, just so you know. They're purposefully diving in an area where they know that there are uncovered. I'm telling you, there are people's skulls scattered everywhere. I All I had to do was uh-uh. Google it, and there are pictures just there for you to see. Hell no. Yeah. Of people, like, posing next to them. Okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so it it's incredibly popular now in the diving community, at least those who are extremely adventurous and not squeamish at all. Um, so divers to this site, anyway, have reported coming across the ghostly sound of voices shouting in the water. Ew. No. They can hear screaming, specifically. Ew. If you imagine being underwater... To actually hear it, it's got to be close. Seriously. I mean, that's what I was thinking of. I was just like, I mean, don't typically they have like some kind of, I don't know, I don't think it's like a mic or anything, but they got like something on them so that way they can communicate with the other divers to where the yeah. fact that they can hear someone's voice, fuck no. Means it's got to be like right in your ear. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So they can hear the I'm ghostly gonna, sounds of voices. I'm going to stand by my original statement of- uh, Absolutely hell no. Ew. Ghostly voices shouting right into their ears. Shadowy figures in the distance, in the murky water. And perhaps the oddest of all, a sunken Japanese ship called the Hoki Maru, which has been sunk with a shipment of trucks aboard and from which can be purportedly heard the sounds of trucks, grinding machinery, and engines revving as though it had never sunk at all. Uh Uh-uh. So other... Apparently, like, Destination Truth decided to, like, go out there and dive and see if they could actually record these sounds, and, uh, they succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other wrecked ships in the area reportedly produced the sound of mechanical grinding sounds from engine rooms that have not been operational for many decades, and other anomalous noises of machinery, as well as human voices, throughout the water. And according to Destination Truth, these are recorded and available for you to find. No, thank you. Should we I, listen to them? No. I, I, I'm good just hearing the, uh, what was it, the bloop? That's just. No. Are you going to do it? <clears throat> I can't find it. Maybe Destination Truth didn't release this episode. Well, also, your laptop isn't even hooked up. <gasps> I found it. Oh, you fucking nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Give me this stupid cord. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I, I have the entire episode, but not the recordings. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. Damn, I just, I don't have, I, yeah, I didn't, I thought it'd be, it'd be easy to find. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. Well, guys, if you want to go ahead and listen to that nasty ass <laughs> sound, you can Google it yourself. <laughs> and listen to the whole episode. And listen to the entire episode. It's, yeah, over 40 minutes. It's like 43, almost 44 minutes. If you long. listen to this entire podcast, you, you clearly got 40 minutes. <laughs> You can listen to that whole episode. <laughs> Find the recordings of the ghostly sounds at the Hokey Maru in the Truk Lagoon. There you go. Hokey Maru. But we're going to move on to the third and final wheel spin. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. I'm ready. Jessica, please do the honors. It's a weaker spin than your usual. I resent that. That's all right. All right. Uh, let's see. If you, what the fuck? If you had to choose any animal's feet to replace your own, what animal would it be? Hmm. So now, do we mean legs or do we mean feet? It said, it said feet. feet. So like ankle and down? Yeah. 
Yeah. Feet. Just feet. Yes. Would they stay the same size as they are in the animal? Yeah. It'd be... Uh, Let's just say, physics-wise, it can support anyone. It can support your body. Like, okay, okay. Even if you it choose, be, like, a yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah. It'd be scalable. Like, if you choose like, like a you, house cat, it could still support your body or whatever. If you it's chose, like, like, let's say you chose duck feet. Duck feet look pretty big and wide compared to their bodies. Mm-hmm. So you'd probably have big and wide duck feet mm-hmm. if you chose yeah. duck feet. Mm-hmm. I think I would choose like something probably like mountain lion feet or leopard feet or something mm-hmm. because they have those like crazy sharp claws that help them climb trees. You want to climb trees? I would like to be able to climb trees very, like at least much faster than I can now. And I think that would help. Okay. I imagine at some point I'll need to like climb a tree to avoid getting like gored by hogs or something. And if I do, it'll be so much faster if I have, um, if I have like, you know. Yeah. Mountain Mm -hmm. lion feet. I have mine. Okay. I want like monkey feet. Damn it. You took mine. (laughs) Because just think about it, right? They got thumbs on their feet. Do you remember Aeon Flux? I do remember Aeon Flux. Glad you brought that up. Because this way, if I had if I had thumbs on my feet, right, I can be texting while I'm playing video games. You know what I mean? I can be typing on a keyboard while I'm, I don't know. Steering wheel. Driving a car. Yeah, thank you. Katie. Think of how smelly your PS4 controllers and your steering wheel would be, though, because technically they're still your feet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, in this ideal world. And what you just mentioned happen. earlier with the previous wheel spin. You said monkey feet, so they'll be really hairy. Imagine how much sweat. Well, actually, I don't think monkeys sweat. Yeah, but you do. Well, I don't know that my monkey feet would be sweating. How do you know much. that? How can you be sure? Well, because my monkey feet would be getting all sorts of air but that what would if, be in socks and what shoes. What if you choose that and then you are sweaty? Well, because if human feet are out and about, right? Even if the bottoms of their feet are black, even if the tops of their feet are black, it doesn't mean they smell. It's when... They're wrapped in socks and tucked in shoes for 12, 14, 16 hours that they start to smell. Sure. How do you know that yours won't? I don't know that my monkey feet wouldn't smell, but I'm I'm a firm believer that my monkey feet would not smell at all. So you would choose like flea bitten, tick, I ri- tick ridden. I didn't choose flea bitten monkey feet. monkey feet. <laughs> no, I choose heavily groomed, perfect monkey feet. So this is a rich monkey. you're taking his feet (laughs) look look if i had monkey feet i'd be getting little manicures on it every day (laughs) all right why because of all the extra money you're making from all the extra things you can do yeah think about it are you kidding me you know how much money i'd make on fucking only fans with monkey feet (laughs) (laughs) gross Absolutely gross. Disgusting. So, Katie, what kind of animal feet you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can I, also choose monkey feet, and you can tell us why. Yeah, you can copy us. It's okay. It doesn't I just want to climb trees. I just said it before you. That doesn't yeah. mean that it was my idea. I also, I, mean, I, I was literally thinking chimpanzee, uh-huh. an actual breed nice. of monkey, instead of just being broad. Oh, uh, just monkey feet in you, general. Yeah. You're gonna get gorilla feet or orangutan and be nice and orange. I don't. We're know. we're all born our own ways, mm-hmm, Katie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely because of the thumbs and I mean, the climbing ability they have and everything. I know a lot that's their tail, Mm -hmm. which I'm perfectly fine them keeping. Um, Wait, I think tails would be cool. You wanted orangutan feet? Oh no, I want chimpanzee. He's gonna be getting- Chimpanzees don't have tails. Oh, true. There you go. You don't even need a tail to climb. Yeah. It's just a second pair of stronger hands. Yep. That'd be very nice to have. No, it's a great idea because monkey feet are fucking cool. 
Seriously. Yeah. What? Who else? Who else can literally it, be leaning back in their office chair with their hands behind their head while they're sending corporate emails? Whatever monkey feet. <laughs> My cat feet are way more fetishized. I'm going to be so much richer. Probably. Honestly. Yeah. The, the longer I think about it, the more mm -hmm. I think you're right. You would probably yes. be a bigger millionaire than I would be with my monkey feet. The furries feet. will spend half their incomes uh, on me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, those poor weeaboos. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, on that note, <laughs> we will in fact bring an end to this episode. Yes. This was episode 22, Ocean Cryptids Mysteries and Ghosts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Katie, mm -hmm. you've been such a great sport. It is almost hey. two in the morning. I know. You have been a wonderful guest. Happy to be here. It's already two. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you've been incredible. Honestly, we could only hope that our future guests and past guests can be as good as you have been. Aw. Because those bitches couldn't hang, Katie. And you take have it been personally, here past guests. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Take it personally. They've almost all like complained about being like really sleepy and falling asleep. Oh, I'm so sleepy. You know who didn't complain a single bit? Who? <laughs> <laughs> They're so mm -hmm. beautiful and amazing. They really are. You know what else is beautiful and amazing? Mm. The office. Nah. No. I was going to say us. If you want to email our beautiful and amazing asses, <laughs> you can do that at fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Good job. Send it to us. Whatever you want. Anything. You want to send a picture of your scrotum? Send it to Jessica. Put, uh, put, uh, yeah, yeah. Just put, just put attention Jessica and then put your scrotum. Look, this is gross and <laughs> this has all been cut. All of it has been cut. None of it has. So good job. No, it's all still it's in there. It's been cut. They there, can were, hear it. there were three stern slurps in that bitch. You None didn't of even that. know. If you guys like what you heard, go ahead and like, rate, subscribe, or do whatever, comment, Subs share with your friends. Uh, you know, tell your grandmas. It, don't tell stop your talking neighbors. about people's grandmas. What is with you? I don't know. I just feel like we just feel like this is like the kind of podcast Nobody's, that like cool grandmas would listen to. The cool uh, ones. Yeah, sure. The cool ones. Yeah, like but cool like ones. y'all's grandma? The, the sweet. Yeah, she, she does, does actually. Yeah. But that's so just because cool that's just because she loves us. The, yeah. the sweet, wholesome grandmas typically no. do not listen to this unless they I didn't know say us the personally. sweet ones. I didn't say the sweet ones. I didn't say the ones that are going to bake you pies. I said the cool ones. Oh boy. I'm talking about the ones that are going to shoot cocaine. The second you leave no, their house, those the? grandmas, tell those, tell tell your cocaine grandmothers to listen to this podcast. They're going to love it. Anyway. Yeah. As Jake said, please rate review and subscribe. Um, it really helps us out, especially rating and reviewing that helps other people to find us who may not be listening right now. That is the best way you can support us without actually going on to our Patreon, which you can find at www. Oh no, that's no, no, no. that's unnecessary. That's no. too much work. Go to three shots Yeah. Three shots Spell out the word three. Don't be lazy. Three shots Take it to our Patreon page. Give us money if you want. It's yes. cool. Yeah. Can if you, you don't want to give us money, email us at fan mail at three shots and tell us why you won't give us money because Jessica did blank. Anyway, full disclosure. It's most likely going to be Jake. But, on, um. <laughs> on our Patreon, we we do offer extra content, but it's more just like when we have extra time. More than anything, it's just to show support and to help us pay off our audio equipment, which we are still working on. Yeah, we're not rich, guys. Yeah, no, we're, we're actually super poor and we don't make a lot of money. Um, not that you should feel obligated to spend money on us. Unless listen. you're rich. 
Therefore, maybe you feel a little obligation. A little charitable. Who knows? You know, if you're in the top 1%, maybe spread the love. Otherwise, listening, rating, and subscribing is support enough all in itself. Thank you so much. How do you rate and review on Spotify? Because that's where I I don't think you can. You don't? I thought. Uh, Spotify specifically, you can't do a goddamn thing. If you you listen on Spotify, like, you just live your life, man. You know? (laughs) Like, you do you. We love you anyway. Regardless, if you help us out in any way you're able to, any way you're willing, we definitely appreciate it. And continuing to listen is a big part of that. So thank you. Yeah. All right. Now, fuck off. It's time for the end. Thanks, Katie. We love yeah. you. Thank you so much for coming. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. All right. Next time we talk about oceans, what are we talking about?